Hello and welcome to this week's Choosing Happy podcast. I'm Heather Masters and this week I'm going to take a look at choosing your niche. It's one of the key decisions we make as business owners and it can be the most difficult. I know I spent years trying to hone in on a niche that I felt was right for me and for my audience. And it's really stopped me in my business. For instance, as an NLP trainer, there are lots of NLP trainers out in the marketplace. So how do you make that specific? I know one of my colleagues specifically works as a coach in the area of sports excellence. In this episode, I'm going to cover why you need a niche, what exactly a niche is, and then how, at a higher level, you can begin to look at and hone in on the perfect niche for you. If you like this episode and you think it's valuable, please do share it. Please subscribe because everything helps me maintain this podcast and I really do appreciate it. All of the links and references mentioned in this episode are in the show notes. So let's get started with this week's Choosing Happy podcast. Why would you want to choose a niche or to niche down in your business? In an age where we're in information overload and everyone is offering courses and how-tos, it's more crucial than ever that you differentiate yourself in the marketplace, especially if you have an online business. What it also does is once you've identified your niche, you'll know exactly who your audience is, who you're targeting, how to speak to them, how to put out more powerful messaging that resonates. And you can clearly tailor your products and services to that specific audience. And you can also choose an audience that you love and are passionate about because you have that distinguished connection with them. So what is a niche anyway? It's a way to segment a market. And you can segment the market in a number of different ways, as I'll go into in a moment. But your segmentation can be as broad as something like online business or as narrow as building websites for dentists. And there are arguments for having a broad niche and a very focused niche. And it can be applicable to different types of services and products that you deliver. So the breadth of your niche can be dependent on what you want to do. For instance, if you want to be an online blogger or a freelance writer, you might want to go quite broad with your niche so that it gives you scope for writing different and numerous articles. For instance, with online business, if you blog about online business, it gives you scope to blog about the tech, 
about social media, about the way online business is delivered, about the software, about emails, about sales funnels. It gives you massive scope as a blogger or podcaster to deliver your experience and to help lots of people who are building an online business. However, it is quite a flooded space. So to find a differentiator, you have to look really carefully at what you're delivering, how you're delivering it, and sometimes who you're delivering it to. You could choose to take a different angle on online business and just do reviews of software systems. So you could have a look at autoresponders and do recommendations on autoresponders, or you could just choose an area of online business such as email marketing and become an expert or become known in, as the thought leader in that space. If you're creating content for a podcast, for instance, you could get really, really niche. You can do something like a podcast for a movie series such as The Matrix or Star Wars or Indiana Jones or something like a podcast for Doctor Who or Game of Thrones where you know you're serving an audience of avid fans who are crazy about the movies or the TV series. And again, with a podcast, you can go broader, especially if you're choosing to have an interview podcast where it gives you more scope to interview variety of people and personalities. So for instance, if you were running a podcast on parenting, you might want to interview doctors, you might want to interview parents, you might want to interview grandparents. So it gives you a big scope for who you want to interview and the type of topics that you want to cover. So as in these examples, your niche can be by topic or your niche can be by audience and demographics such as parents and lone parents. It could be parents with kids under five years old or parents with teenagers. So even taking the parenting group, you can narrow it down even more. The other way to choose a unique slant, a differentiator to attract your audience is to have a look at a different perspective. For instance, you may have that parenting blog and interview parents from a different country every week. So your unique slant is that you're going around the world looking at the different cultural views and perspectives on how parenting works in each country. Or you could choose to interview grandparents because they have the experience of being a parent and both being a grandparent watching their children parents. So they have completely different perspectives and experience. Or for instance, if you're delivering a podcast on gardening, you could deliver it from a different part of the country each week, looking at the different soil types and the, the different growing techniques that are used in that area. So I hope that gives you some idea of how you can choose a differentiator from a perspective, not specifically of audience, but of something that you do differently that will attract that audience. So how do you go about identifying your niche? 
there are lots of ways to do it and it can take quite some time and I would recommend if you do get the opportunity to attend a training that you go through that especially if you're struggling to really hone in on your niche. I'm going to be running a workshop in November and the link is in the show notes if you want to find out more about that. So there are three main things you want to know in identifying your niche. You want to decide who you are in the marketplace, who you serve, and what you're known for. Who are you in the marketplace? For instance, if we go back to our website builder for dentists, they could be an ex-dentist who's decided to specialize in building websites for dental practices. Who do they serve? They serve dentists. They may even serve a specific type of dentist. And what are they known for? They're known for writing legal and appropriate dental websites specifically for that market. They could have a statement such as, I'm an ex-dentist who now specializes in helping struggling dentists to build a legal, appropriate and client-attracting website that helps them build their practice and retain customers. So I hope this gives you an idea of how to come up with your own niche and statement. Once you've got the statement, it should be really clear and powerful so that you can use it on your website and in all of your marketing. And there's two keys to really focus in on when you're coming up with your niche and your statement. You want a business focus where you should be spending your marketing efforts and growing your business. That second one is the really crucial one, which is the differentiator that makes you the obvious and easy choice for your client. So for instance, if I was a dentist and wanted a website, I would automatically prefer to work with someone who has experience of my business in my field than someone who has no idea, especially about the legal requirements of websites for dentists. So here are some final questions on getting really clear about what's going to differentiate you, what's unique about you and your market. Question one, how are you going to differentiate yourself from your competition? What makes you unique and different than your competition? What value do you bring to the market that no one else can? Question three, why would people want to buy from you and work with you and not someone else? And the final question, what is it that you will commit to delivering to your customers? And one of the real key things is to notice that you're including right at the beginning the problem. So when you're talking about your audience, you're also identifying the main problem that you're solving for your audience. So for the dental websites, he's solving a problem of having an appropriate and legal website that attracts dental clients. 
the transformation or the solution is a website that is specific to dental practices. Those are the two things to focus in on as well, is the problem you're solving and the solution that you're offering. And be as specific as possible and avoid using general words. For instance, a lot of coaches will say that they're transforming beliefs and their clients will be thriving. But what specifically does that really give them? Because success, thriving are quite general words which can be interpreted differently by everyone. So in an example, a successful dental website will look very different from a successful software engineering website. So how can you get specific about the success that you deliver? Are you getting them more customers? Are you getting them greater revenue? Are you helping them build a team? What specifically is the solution that you are offering? It's all about being as specific as possible. Again, I would recommend that you attend a workshop to help you with this. A key technique is a visualization. I've done two or three myself to really help me nail that market. Some final thoughts on your niche are to really check that once you have an idea of who you're wanting to serve, that your niche market have the money to pay you. And I know that makes some people uncomfortable, but a business is about earning revenue so that you can serve more people. The other thing to check is, do you have competitors? And that's really a question, is your niche big enough? And you can Google to find out who your competitors are. I do hope you found some value in this week's podcast. If you do have any further questions on niche, then please do drop me a line. Do take a look at the masterclass I'm offering in November. Thank you for staying with me and listening today. I really do appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you next week on the Choosing Happy podcast. <laughs>